0: Podcast. I'm Mackenzie Atwood, and we finally got Kimberly Brooks, the voice of Jasper, on the show. And she's here with Michaela Dietz, who voices Amethyst and storyboard artist and character designer Amber Cragg, who also happens to be a huge Jasper fan. So today we're all about Kimberly's story as it relates to Jasper and what it took to bring Jasper to life. And we're also going to be diving into the relationship between Amethyst and Jasper and Jasper's overall impact on the Crystal Gems and their story. She's not only been a big part of some of their biggest fights, she's also been central to some of the huge emotional arcs for the Crystal Gems. So let's get to it with Kimberly Brooks, Amber Craig, and Michaela Dietz. Thank you guys so much for coming in and talking to me. Thanks, Mackenzie. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, uh.
1: (laughs) It's not just about me.
0: Okay. There's no me (laughs) in team. Okay. All right. To be fair, you're the newcomer here, right? Yes,
2: I am a newbie. It's very exciting.
0: (laughs) So let's just talk like what's your, your background in terms of voice acting?
2: Um, well, I'm a real legit VO actor who's been doing it for a really long time, like too long to mention, actually. Um <laughs> Let's not talk about there's no there's no numbers here, no age. Okay, okay. But um my, one of my first uh voiceover jobs was on Rugrats. And that tells you how long I've been doing
3: that. Who did you and,
2: um well I play actually ironically I played uh Cree Summers Mom. On, really? on the Kwanzaa episode, <laughs> but it was a flashback episode. So I was a kid. So it was really cool. It was, and I got to sing a, a gospel song. It was really cool. And yeah, I've done, been doing voiceover uh, for more than 20 years now. Wow. And yeah, I know. And it's really cool. And I've, you know, worked on a lot of different things.
3: Yeah. I love your work on Voltron. Thank you. Yo, yeah, no, same. Really <laughs> yeah, I need, I, I need to catch that. up on there.
2: Oh yeah. It's well, yeah, it's, it's good. And there's some New season's dropping, so it's really cool.
0: Nice. So do you remember, like, when you first started hearing about Steven Universe or or
2: auditioning or whatever? Yeah, actually, the first time I heard about it and watched it was when I booked the role of Jasper. (laughs) (laughs) If You know, uh, full—yeah, I'm just being full disclosure here. But um, now my son— is a huge fan. So he knew about it and he was like super excited when he heard about it. So, you know, he was like, mom, that's just really cool. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) uh, that was it. And then I remember, you know, being in the booth with Rebecca and actually think it was, I was working with the cast the first time. So that was really cool. And it was just awesome. And Rebecca just kind of explained the character to me and the background. And we just went from there. Right. <laughs> what
0: was her what's her explanation when she's like giving you the shortened version of the
2: character's like background? Basically that she's really mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's really tough. She's a soldier, and she's like sort of, you know, had a single focus. And um it was just really cool to voice that kind of character because usually I don't get to do those kind of characters, so and the way Rebecca directs is really, really cool. Um, so I yeah. just felt like I was in great hands.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I remember meeting Kimberly for the first time. We were in the green room. And, you know, I mean, there's like sometimes a fruit platter there. And people are just like talking over a fruit. And she's <laughs> like, hi, I'm Kimberly. And so nice. And then we get into the booth. And she's just like. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, this lady's good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's great
2: it is a departure yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh you're so cool I thanks for saying that
0: <laughs> Amber you had um
1: you'd seen Jasper before you started working on the show right no actually um when I started the show it was only a rumor that there would be like there was there was like a rumor like I think there's going to be a gym that flies or something.
3: <laughs> that was
1: Lapis of course. But um when I started the show and then I went through the backlog and caught up to jailbreak, I was like, Oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> But um she definitely became my favorite character and then stayed my favorite character throughout the the series Whoa, I'm that's
0: awesome <laughs> yeah. what What makes her compelling to you what's the, the draw to Jasper
1: I think I, I like how she's a bit of like a meathead in a way just like um, <laughs> she has a lot of issues from like coming from earth and like almost like a shame from like losing the war and um, but she's also like the perfect soldier she's like the quintessential homeworld gem and um, that sort of like culminates into this like very antagonistic and like single-minded sort of individual that can get herself into a lot of trouble just by the way she (laughs) the way she steamrolls into like one thing after another just to get what she thinks needs to be done done
0: yeah she's like there's like a lot more to her than you initially get from her introduction Mm mm-hmm but you were a fan from day one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nice, nice.
3: Who gave the name, um, Big Buff Cheeto Puff? That was the fandom. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it at first because I was like, Cheetos aren't scary. <laughs> I don't know. they look like a Neanderthal's club. Yeah. It's just boom. <laughs> <laughs> compared to other snack foods, I think. <laughs> yeah,
2: pretty, I guess smoky so. <laughs> I'm not calling her like sleep <laughs>
3: carrot. Yeah, Let's
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, <laughs> Kimberly, yeah. uh, so what's made Jasper like stand out or compelling to you in in terms of like compared to other roles that you've done?
2: Well, um, one way that I can judge it is um, I've been doing a lot of conventions lately and for different things that I've been working on. But the biggest response I get for sure is Jasper. Like people just gravitate toward her. I think the situations I think are things that people can identify with and just the, the relationships, the abuse and those sort of things that people have dealt with in their own lives. I think I hear a Mm -hmm. lot of stories about that. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of hoping that there's some sort of redemption arc for her because I don't like leaving her hanging <laughs> in the bubble there I'm just like, uh people and people ask me about that you know a lot of fans ask me about that I get a lot of fan art and there's just it's just a I'm an amazing character too um I've been lucky enough to be able to voice just the love and I think just people understanding even you know a character that's tough or can seen, seen as the antagonist has a story to tell too mm-hmm. and a reason why she's in the in the mood she's in we'll just call it
1: she's also very like one of a kind like there's never been like such a massively strong mm-hmm. like soldier like female character that wasn't a joke you yeah.
2: know yeah right. that's also really cool to play mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah
0: that's awesome what about the voice like the specifically the voice you do how does that compared to other stuff that you've
2: done. I was really trying to remember how I came up with it. So I auditioned for the role just like every other actor does um, in my home studio. And I i I was trying to think of like the toughest person that I'd met that had like female energy. And um, there was this woman um, named Betty that worked at Sears and she was a refrigerator salesperson. And she was very persuasive. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> oh. I was not leaving that place without a refrigerator. Oh, like <laughs>
3: persuasive and quote like yeah, yeah, she was just persuasive.
2: like She's like, you're gonna buy this
3: refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> this is the softest side the of Sears. One. Yeah, yeah. She said,
2: and I'm like, I want this one. She's like, we don't have that one. You're yeah. gonna take this one. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was that kind of situation. I'm like, yes, Betty, I will buy this refrigerator. <laughs> So when I, when it came time to audition for the role, I was, I just, she popped into my head because I had recently purchased the refrigerator she forced me to buy and I do love the refrigerator, by the way, she she wasn't wrong, (laughs) but so that was sort of my influence and I, and it stuck in my head. And so, uh, that's kind of where she came from. And I don't know That's if she incredible. still works there because the Sears recently closed down. Oh. I would love to track Betty down. I don't know if anyone knows Betty from the Santa Monica Sears. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her thank you. Wow, <laughs> She Betty. needs to know. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. She was awesome, though. She was very tough. She was very tough. She's like, we're all pulling from the same warehouse.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <You can't." laughs>
2: you you can't have that refrigerator i was like well i could go to another the one i wanted i could go to another series no <laughs> yeah so betty thank you <laughs>
0: that's so good we need to track her down we need to let her know yes
2: <laughs> Impact, she, she that's, needs to. that's great <laughs> okay. she's impacted a lot of,
0: oh, of
2: life
3: oh my god
0: <laughs> Michaela. in terms of Amethyst is sort of, you know, acts as a foil to Jasper in a lot of ways. What is it like sort of being that like rival? Like how's that how how's that gone for you?
3: Well, I mean, I think for for Amethyst, Jasper, if if there's anything, it's made her confront, I think, a lot of her insecurities and start to kind of cope with those or maybe tackle them. Um and I think, you know, like in the beginning when we met Amethyst, it was just a very I don't know. Amber can probably speak to this too, but like it felt like a very general like streak of anger and insecurity and I think seeing Jasper we kind of are able to pinpoint oh these are the exact things that make her feel bad. She's staring at mm. it in the face. It's like J- Jasper is everything that she could never be. Um, And I think in a cool way, by fighting that head on, it's like a very tangible thing to kind of try to um, to fight against. I think that's helped her sort of accept what she isn't and what she is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. so coming up, I want to talk more about the whole Jasper versus Amethyst arc. All right. I am still here with Amber, Kimberly and Michaela. Uh, so yeah, let's let's jump into it. Uh, the amethyst and jasper whole situation. Do you guys remember like how you felt when you were recording like jasper and amethyst huge confrontation with um in like the kindergarten
2: yeah like, bum bum
0: bum um.
2: <laughs> mine was more like bum 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 no. very <laughs> tense yes uh well we didn't actually record the big finale scene together no i did that by myself we each do you yeah it by i was yourself. by myself too yeah we did it by ourselves yeah. so that
3: is ah uh, that's all it's a little
2: bit harder i think
3: yeah it definitely was harder, but I, I mean, I had worked with Kimberly before, yeah. and so we had felt each other's energy yes. in the booth. Right, we vibed. We yeah. Vibed deep. Yeah, so it was I was able to like kind of tap into that a little bit, and yeah, um, and it's a lot more fun to play because
2: you just you're just really in the moment yeah. when you're doing that. But I do remember recording that last one with Rebecca, and she was like it was kind of like, a, okay, no, it can even be bigger. No, this is even a bigger moment. Like there's a lot writing on this. So I remember just really going for it.
3: Yeah. Place. Yeah. I remember a lot of like shouting. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, one thing that does stick out to me is that really tender moment at the end where she says like, come here, sis.
2: Oh, and I cute. remember being so, like, yeah. in my heart,
3: feeling like mm-hmm. actual warmth. Oh. I'm like, oh wow, we are the same. Oh wow, <laughs> that's really deep. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's like, there's like, kind of this intrinsic connection between uh, Jasper and Amethyst. That's like really interesting because, I mean, when you start the show, you don't really know much about how there's like a bunch of different gems, bunch of different units of each gem, and so Jasper was the first one who looked, you know, remotely like amethyst in terms of just like their shape and whatever and i felt like that was interesting as a viewer but also just for the characters what did you think about when you when you saw like their arc where jasper is comparing or or they're both comparing themselves to each other
3: yeah Yeah. i mean (laughs) i um you know it kind of reminded me of family um they you don't always choose your family but you're related to them and it's really interesting that like Jasper is as you said the like supreme being of one kindergarten and Amethyst is considered the complete runt of another and mm. I think mm-hmm. it's really easy to make those comparisons but like who are we kidding yeah <laughs> they're just they're individuals I don't know what would you say Amber well I think that they're they're obviously
1: opposites but it's it's almost like everything went wrong for both of them in the sense that Jasper came from the wrong place in, like, an embarrassing rush job kindergarten, like Peridot said. And um, Amethyst came from a perfect kindergarten and was the worst one of the bunch, but Jasper got to rise above, but really that was the worst fate. And um, Amethyst (laughs) got to meet Rose Quartz and... Like when Jasper was being corrupted, she said, you know, like, I see how you do it now. And it's just like kind of sad knowing that Jasper was the one who like missed such a big opportunity to like, even though she's perfect, she doesn't feel perfect. Right, so. right,
3: right. And in a very poetic way, I feel like they could have had each other's lives. Yeah. Very easily. Oh, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, so.
0: Alternate universe. Yes.
3: What? <laughs> Isn't that what they call an AU online? Yeah, it is. It is. The lingo. I
2: love it. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning the lingo.
0: <laughs> incredible. Incredible. So when you were uh, voicing the characters, was this something that, that uh, they brought to you, like Rebecca and the crew talked to you about beforehand? Or did you just sort of understand it more after the fact?
2: Well, definitely, I learned a lot in the session, and there and Rebecca, you know the whole crew like the way they work is amazing and of course she's explaining the storyline and the backstory and how you know how big this moment is and what it means and so of course, I have that information as she's directing us so it that part I had but you know, watching it in, the, in its entirety in, within the show, you know, seeing it is a totally different thing. And you make discoveries that I, I didn't know about, you know, until I actually watched the show. So.
0: Right, right. One other big moment from that episode uh, is that Jasper has her big outburst. Uh, and it's the first time that Pink Diamond is like name dropped. First of all, just like general reactions. What were
2: your reactions to that moment? Well, I, I know because it's <laughs> obviously a huge moment, it, uh, you know, in the show and also for Jasper, you know, a huge reveal, um, as it were. But also because, you know, when I meet fans or I meet people, that's kind of like a thing that people talk about a lot. So I think mm. it just, you know, it opened up a whole new can of worms. Yeah, it's Pandora's box.
1: It's like one of the biggest, like one of the biggest moments in like the the plot the, yes right <laughs> right it's it's definitely like when you're watching and she she screams pink diamond it's like shivers down the back like yeah. oh my gosh yeah
0: with all we know about pink diamond now you know it's crazy thinking back to like when it was just the name drop and like <laughs> that was the big that was the headliner right. you know yeah but it, yeah it was huge and like we also that whole fight was crazy because it ended up getting jasper corrupted which oof that was a lot yeah <laughs> it's painful
3: to watch <laughs> i know yeah. yeah but also beautiful the art looked amazing yeah. yeah it was incredible
1: i love when she rears down and then she rears back up and she's got spikes for eyes
0: right oh my god it's gosh. so oh, gross really cool yeah it was pretty crazy too seeing that peridot was like the one who in in the end managed to take her down with that like metal spike mm. yeah which just seems like it's—it's it's funny thinking about like uh I mean not funny but it's interesting <laughs> thinking about like you know what their relationship was like because we don't see much of that you know but like since they were on the ship together you
1: know what I'm saying I love um what there is <laughs> of the relationship of Paradon and Jasper I think it's very funny um <laughs> to have yeah. such like like such a stiff at the time and then someone who's also such
2: a stiff. stiff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, But I I, I think, like, that's another, like, parallel where, like, Amethyst got everything that Jasper would have benefited from. The same with Peridot. But, like, a lot more visually with Peridot, Jasper says, you know, you look ridiculous. You don't have any dignity whatsoever in her eyes. Right. But um, in the end, Jasper keeping her pride poofed in, like, the most (laughs) undignified way possible. Right. But I I think it's a very interesting way to, like, close the book with, like, Peridot taking out Jasper.
0: Yeah, and it was also, it adds a whole new layer now that we know that Steven has Pink Diamond's gem, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like Mm -hmm. a... It's like poetic, right? <laughs> yeah. Thinking that you know she's like freaking out about pink diamond being gone when really she's like literally the gem is right in front, in of, front of her.
2: her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that feel when, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when- <laughs> you have spikes for eyes, eyes yeah. and it's right in front of you. There right? is um right. there was
1: a fan edit um of a picture of Jasper and it just said so y'all are gonna let me play myself like that.
2: <laughs> You do, so you do feel for Jasper, right? Yeah, you know, like it's just like, yeah, she did play herself. Like it's like, and which brings us back to, come on, redemption, not redemption arc. Some yeah, sort of like, let's bring it back around. Maybe throw in a song there, Rebecca.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just
2: saying. <laughs> I think Jasper, Jasper with a song. I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying. How would she sing? Would she like, would she sing in her such a rough voice? See, that's the thing. It depends on when the song comes. Oh. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, she could do a rap. Who knows?
0: Oh, <laughs> That's something I need to see. That is something I
1: need to see, yeah.
3: I love that about the character, though. That, like, she, like, it, yeah, she's like this meaty, mean mm-hmm. stiff, but there's something soft inside of it. Exactly. There and
2: and um, maybe that needs to come come out. I, I don't know. I'm not a writer.
3: <laughs> 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 Let's I like leave that, that brilliance in the, to Rebecca. In the dove thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, we saw a piece of that's true. Yeah, it's true. It's it, true. Yes, mean, you're right about that. That was so fun to see. That
2: was really fun. Yeah. That was
3: cool. <laughs> All right. I want to talk more about that
0: and about Jasper and Lapis's fusion and conflict. So we'll do that with Kimberly, Michaela and Amber coming up. All right, I'm back with Kimberly, Michaela, and Amber. So, yeah, let's just talk in terms of, like, takeaways sort of moving forward from all of the Jasper arc from Season 3. There have been a lot of, like, you know, she's been she's been in a lot of fights with the, the gems and everything, but we've also seen some, like, you know, emotional arcs as well.
3: What do you think that Amethyst and Steven took away from their whole confrontation with Jasper? Oh, I think that fighting Jasper helped them get to um this place of vulnerability where they had to rely on each other and in doing so i think they both became stronger for it um mm-hmm. i think there's something to be said about you know not feeling like alone in the world feeling like you you have at least one person who you, you can rely on and if you have an even greater support system that's amazing too and i think um you know f- actually all of them Jasper Amethyst Steven I mean, it's, I I guess, pretty, like, a pretty human and maybe in this um, instance, like, a a gem feeling to to feel alone or to feel different. And um, so, yeah, I think their takeaway was, like, oh, wait, I'm not an island. Like, uh, I have people out there who I can rely on.
0: Right, right. Do you hope that, like, viewers are taking away a similar message or something else, too?
3: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, just even when... They say, "Oh, us worst gems stick together, right?" Um, mm-hmm. That's it's such a dear moment, and and it's funny at when I meet um, Stephen Universe enthusiasts, um, the ones who especially are in the hashtag "Fam for Life," uh, <laughs> they <laughs> love they they often say that quote, which is cool. That's really cool. In a really way, cool. it's like you're sort of the best gem if you can acknowledge or that you think I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> there's something yeah. to be said about like, okay, you recognize what's making you feel bad about yourself and in doing so you can like reclaim it and Mm -hmm. be turn it around yeah Yeah, you turn it around yeah
0: um there's another another big arc for jasper is like the whole lapis situation about like you know just like a having a toxic relationship in your life that that brings you down yeah is there anything that you were like hoping to
2: hoping would come across like in the end of that arc wow that's a really good question it's a very deep question because it's it's complex you know and it's it was about the relationship and i think a lot of people recognize that it wasn't just jasper and so that was kind of interesting but i think i don't really know it's a hard question for me to answer because Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's hard to play the the bad guy, I guess. And, right. But I'm still trying to find what the good qualities and the things in Jasper that people can resonate with. But Amber,
1: <laughs> the expert over here, I kind of
2: want to hear, like, I don't know, to help me justify Jasper.
1: <laughs> well, I think what's interesting, and I didn't do any of the writing for these episodes, but I've spent plenty of time thinking about it. (laughs) Um, I think what's really interesting about Lapis and Jasper fusing and tormenting each other is that sometimes you can end up in a place where you're with someone who just brings out the absolute worst in you, and then you're bringing out the worst in them, and the cycle that you can get caught in yeah, where it's like just um, negativity breeds negativity. Yeah, mm-hmm. in in like it's feeding
2: itself, yeah. like each other. Uh-huh. It's this sort of like dark energy right. that can be really self-sustaining because it's at the end of the day, it's still energy. You know, yeah. that it's just you know the two characters are putting into each other.
1: Yeah, they've spent a lot of time in like in a horrible way it, it's it's almost as if like and jasper says this in alone at sea like i know you better than like everyone else does because we've we've spent our time together in this horrible place but that obviously doesn't mean that she knows like the good in lapis because to her there is no, no good exactly in lapis. yeah just, it's... absolute worst yeah and I, I i also thought alone at sea was very interesting that and i i went to all of the pitches because i was exceptionally excited about it but it went through a lot of <laughs> iterations where like trying to find the perfect balance of like jasper has learned a new way to approach like lapis with this proposition and she, she doesn't mm-hmm. say fuse with me she says you know like let's fuse again like yeah it, it's more like a mutual like
2: question it's not a de- as demanding as it is yeah it is let's um, do this again yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> And it's also very, like, manipulative the way that she says it. Like, no one else can handle your power. Mm-hmm. And and it makes, it has a lot of, you know, like, angst and fear from Lapis. Because she's not really someone who wants to be so evil, I guess. Right. <laughs> but, she's
2: not comfortable there. But, yeah, but it does. See, this is the part where it's uncomfortable because it is, it totally mirrors a, an abusive relationship oh, yeah. with the... Mm-hmm the language like you said the manipulation yeah. and all of that stuff so it's just but like it takes two to tango in that situation too yeah. anyway but.
1: yeah i think garnet said it best um those two are really bad for each other same
0: oh yes so uh this is actually bringing up what we were talking about earlier uh with the Dove campaign. Um mm. yeah, we got to see a totally different side of Jasper in that, um, which I thought was really fun. What did you guys like think when you were, were voicing it?
2: It was just it was cool because I it was like so much fun with it. Yeah, okay. that was really fun. Was we got blast. to do that. We did do that together. But uh I think just the the whole approach, the behind the scenes kind of approach to it is really just an, you know, an interesting way of doing it so you can see Um, another side of jasper so that was really cool and
3: you you know it's funny how you play jasper on the show and you took those same elements and just with a little twist of it (laughs) jasper became this hilarious
2: yeah she (laughs) just had
3: her she had her moment character yeah yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) i love how begrudgingly she's just like
3: Think about where
1: that's coming
3: from. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were laughing so hard. We really
2: were. Yeah, was- your
3: deliveries. I remember like looking at Rebecca through the glass and just dying. Like, <laughs> oh
2: man, yeah,
3: it's so funny.
2: Yeah, it's a, so there was a little redempt- a redemption there. I think so. That was good. I think it's yeah. it's cool to have those. Those two different levels. A glimmer of something. A glimmer <laughs> yes. of Yes, yeah. yeah, so a possible, yeah. Slight glimmer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it shows, like, a lot of, like, what the fancy in Jasper, too, you know, like, in a different environment, it's a, yeah. she's a different character, you know?
2: Yeah, completely. Yeah. It's, like I said, it's, she's in this situation. It's all about the situation she finds herself in. So we, we need to see her in a different situation. Yeah,
3: like, I mean, I saw that um, Seth Rogen is doing the, uh, like... Metro announcements in Toronto. I would love to hear Jasper do that. Oh my god! Yeah, like, like move away from the door. Like stand back. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna be in Toronto. Same. We're gonna be in Toronto. Oh, yes.
2: oh my gosh! Awesome. Okay, so oh cool.
0: <laughs> it brings it back to the refrigerator salesman. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's the perfect. It she it makes needs an it, outlet.
2: She needs. She really yeah. does. She really does.
3: Or like a tough love counselor. Or something. <laughs> Oh my know.
2: god! I think she's there's many possibilities for Jasper. Can you
3: imagine Jasper is like a yoga instructor? <laughs> <laughs> is she flexible enough to do yoga?
1: I feel hmm. like she's like touch your toes, touch your toes. And yeah. down like, like, bends over, and it's like and if you can't do it, it's because you're weak. <laughs> you're puny and weak. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, I, th- I I'm not sure that. that would work out. Oh, please, I, I don't think people would come class. back. Oh, it's so great, it's so great. <laughs> or like as a Lamaze coach. Hey,
3: <laughs> hey, he, huh.
0: like. wow. Any kind of outlet, it's it's the key for her.
1: Yeah. Kimberly's- Painting little figurines
3: or something. Oh, Kimberly's Mega performance punk. is so infectious though. Like even so when we we were doing like the um the zoo, the human zoo, yeah. And then there are other like Jaspers there and stuff. Yeah. But so when Kimberly <laughs> Skinny was Jasper in the booth, doing her lower voices, I don't, I just <laughs> started getting lower and lower and lower and to the point where we, didn't we were having
2: a low voice contest
3: like no i just wanted to be more like you and then oh. like and then rebecca was like oh we have to do your previous lines over because you got really low like my
2: i don't remember that i just remember oh. having fun in the yeah. session yeah. and <laughs> cracking up yeah it's awesome. <laughs> even yeah. though we were talking about some pretty serious stuff yeah yeah. Truth. <laughs> Isn't that always the way? It is. Comic relief, I guess.
0: <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to me.
2: Oh, thanks. thanks this cousin. is really fun. Thank you. Always
0: a pleasure.
1: I was going to say that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? <laughs>
1: I was going to say, always a pleasure. <laughs> you
3: can still say it. You can you still I, can. I, I mean, I Girl, it. Girl, get it. Get it. You got it.
1: It's always a pleasure.
2: Now I feel like Jasper oh. needs to say it. It's
3: always a pleasure.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the steven universe podcast is produced by charles Abaje, stacy Para, and conrad montgomery special thanks to rob sorcher cartoon network studios the crooniverse and turner studios in atlanta please subscribe to the steven universe podcast at apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode and please leave us a five-star rating and review while you're there we love your feedback Or you can always listen on Google or Amazon smart speakers. Just say, hey, Google, or hey, Alexa, play the Steven Universe podcast. I'm Mackenzie Atwood, and I'll see you next time.